Well, hello there, my friends. I'm glad you're back. We've got some more things to look at today. (laughs) This is an unusual podcast, at least so far. I don't know if this is the beginning of a trend. Normally, I suddenly will get ideas about something to pass on to you and then follow through. And then once it's all over with, we decide what the title is. Well, in this case, a few days ago, I got the title, but no content. Oh, okay. So it was an interesting title. It was called The Spa for the Soul, which I actually thought was very cool. But what am I supposed to do with this? So I thought, well, what is the natural thing that I might think about related to spas? And for those of you who have been, you know that it's relaxing, it's comforting, you feel taken care of. It almost makes me want to close my eyes while I'm telling you this. It often smells good, there's pretty music, but you feel like I don't need to do anything but lie here and be taken care of to the max, which is just marvelous. So actually, that way of living, of feeling taken care of, feeling comforted, feeling safe, is available to all of us as part of our daily life. We don't really have to go to a spa. However, we've got to straighten out some ideas before that's possible. Actually, we have to straighten out quite a few, so I'm only going to choose one for the day. And that would be the business about cause and effect, which we really hardly ever think about. So I'm going to just give you some examples of what we hear ourselves say all the time, which would be something like, I'm really worried that my child might not get into college this fall. Or we'll say, I'm really upset because my financial advisor last month gave us some really terrible information and now the stock market's crashing. Or you might say, oh my goodness, I was just around somebody who had strep throat, so I'm afraid that I might get sick. Or I'm furious over what my mother-in-law did at my wedding, and so on and so on and so forth. So we often say, I'm angry, and we're talking about right now, I'm angry because of this, that, or the other. I'm worried, I'm sad, I'm grieving, and virtually all the time, we're making reference to something that either has already happened or has yet to happen, and we don't think for a second that that's unusual. However, let me draw some parallels. What if I said to you, well, this afternoon I'm digesting my meal that I had last Saturday afternoon. You'd think, well, that's strange. Or if I said, okay, I'm going to look in last year's almanac to find out if it's going to rain today. Or strangest of all, well, I don't know. It's hard to know which of this is most strange to say, I'm going to go look in the mirror to see what clothes I'll be wearing tomorrow. All of those things happen at the same time. I digest my food when I'm eating it. I check for weather when it's happening. I always expect whatever shows up in the mirror to be exactly what I have on. So I'm used to cause and effect needing to be in the same time and place under these circumstances. But with our emotional state, somehow we've bought into the story that cause and effect can be totally unrelated and that I am feeling an effect now of a cause that's not here. Well, how strange is that? 
So you might reasonably say, oh, well, hmm, I never thought about that. And we must ask ourselves if it's impossible to be upset now for something that's not here. It's very clear that something must be going on now, or I wouldn't feel afraid, nervous, angry, mad, wary, grief-stricken, whatever it might be. So I have to realize there's some sort of emotional stuff going on right now. Somehow my body is being told there's a threat now because my emotional states are a function of what I believe. And as we've said before, but we'll review, the way this looks is the things that I believe and think and pay attention to give signals to your brain to create a certain chemical cocktail based on the threat level or not of what I'm thinking and believing. And that chemical cocktail floods the body, is taken up through receptor sites on the cells. And from that, emotions are derived. They are created. And so you think, huh, it's not what has happened or might happen, but something I believe now that's causing distress on my part. And those things would be our old programming or conditioning, our old ideas that we started out with and have never been examined about what's not okay with me, I'm unlovable, I'm unworthy, I feel guilty, and you might very well say, that's nuts. I don't feel any of those things whatsoever. I've told myself I'm fine, I'm wonderful, I'm lovable. Well, you are wonderful, fine, and lovable, but there is some part that's dealing with your bodily states that doesn't believe that. So what we're invited to do is to continue to be looking for, to contemplate, to be introspective, to be mindful of some of those things that we really believe in our heart of hearts where we don't ever want to go. And when you do that, you'll be able to find things that need to be changed, that you need to let go of, that you need to see. These are old false ideas I've kept with me for a long time. And they not only aren't true, they're damaging my peace of mind greatly. So they're going to have to go and be replaced with something that's much more accurate about all the beautiful and lovely and light-filled things that are actually true for you. And you can't just give lip service to that. They need to be contemplated and brought inside you and owned as the real truth of you. And when you do that, wow. That surely is a spa treatment for the soul. And we can live lives that where we interface with the rest of the world, but we can do so in a relaxed state. I don't have to worry. I certainly don't feel threatened and afraid. And in fact, I can feel cared for and loved, and my welfare is being overseen and assured. And my goodness, a spa for the soul indeed Seems like a great idea. Bye. Look forward to seeing you next time.